We cannot become what we need to be by remaining what we are. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today we have part three of John Maxwell's message about becoming extraordinary. Here's John. Number five. If I want to go from ordinary to extraordinary, a little extra change is needed. Max Dupree also said we cannot become what we need to be by remaining what we are. So let me give you some change comments for your notes. Let's go. Number one, most people change enough, just enough, are you ready, to get away from their problems not enough to solve them. Isn't that true? They change just enough to escape. And as soon as they escape, oh, I'm okay. They they, they don't change enough to solve their problems. They just change enough to get away from them. Number two, most people want to change their circumstances to improve their lives instead of changing themselves to improve their circumstances. (laughs) You want to look at it again? Most people want to change their circumstances to improve their lives instead of changing themselves to improve their circumstances. I have leaders all the time come to me and say, John, come on, John, give me some leadership stuff so I can change the people of my organization. (laughs) I'll be glad to give you some leadership stuff, but I'd like it to change you. Because if I can change you, your organization will change too. People do what people see. Look at number three. Most people do the same thing the same way and expect different results. I see it happen all the time. They keep doing the same thing the same way, and yet they expect something to get better. And I put in your notes, when you want something you have never had, you have to do something that you have never done. Number four, most people are willing to change not because they see the light, but because they feel the heat. (laughs) And because I'm speaking to leaders, not only leaders in this room in Orlando, but I'm speaking to leaders because the leaders take maximum impact club taste because they want to become a better leader. Let me just say something. Let me listen to me very carefully on this. As a leader... You better change when you see the light. Because if you wait and change when you feel the heat, it's too late. Leaders go first. Sometimes we don't want to go first, especially in change. I'm sure Moses looked at God when he came to the Red Sea and those watery walls stood high. I'm sure he looked at God and said, why must I always go first? (laughs) Number five. Most people are unwilling to pay the immediate price of change. Therefore, they do not change and pay the ultimate price. If you and I don't pay the immediate price, we will eventually pay the ultimate price. Heard a cute story the other day from the post office. 
The post office sent a letter to a home, and it came back to him marked to the person who sent it, he's dead. Of which somehow it got turned around the post office, and they sent it back again, and it got a few days later, the envelope came back and said, he's still dead. Number six, most people see change as a hurtful thing that must be done instead of a helpful thing that should be done. How true that is. So let's review. To go from ordinary to extraordinary, well, it takes a little extra effort, a little extra time, a little extra help, a little extra realism, a little extra change. Number six. A little extra thinking. Nightingale was right when he said, you are and you become what you think about. Look at this next statement. Your mind will give you back exactly what you put in it. <laughs> Have you ever heard anybody talk and they just didn't, nobody was home? Huh? I mean, they just talk and you just think, whoa, words are coming out, but not thoughts. <laughs> oh, we go. Words keep coming. Yeah, yeah. Word, a lot of words. No thoughts. Is there any oil in there? <laughs> you see, there are a lot of people that are trying to make withdrawals and they've not made deposits. So let me give you some things I've been thinking on. These are just things I've been thinking on the last seven days. I have a little, uh, a, a little notepad that I call my thinking companion. If you go back to where my briefcase is right down in the front, you could open it up and in my thinking companion, I have things that I'm thinking on. Just thoughts or quotes or ideas that I'm writing down and I'm thinking on. I keep my thinking companion always close to me so that every day I can renew those thoughts. And, and these are just thoughts I've thought on the last seven days. And I just thought I'd pass them on to you, such as difficulties. Here's one. I love this one on difficulties. A life that cannot be tested is a life that cannot be trusted. I was on the plane the other day with my friend James Davis. He gave me this one. God didn't promise us a, sm a smooth sailing, but he did promise us a safe landing. Here's one I picked up four days ago on authority. We should not be in authority until we've been under authority. Nothing's worse than a person that's in charge that's not accountable. Here's one on servanthood. Submission is not an act we put on. It's an attitude we have. Here's one on fruitfulness. Gifts are given, but fruit is developed. <laughs> I love this quote on opinion. I'd like to give this to a lot of people. Where I don't have responsibility, I don't need to have an opinion. <laughs> oh, do I know people who need to know that one. Here's one on reputation. These are just things I've been thinking on. Just pass them on to you. Because you see, with a little extra thinking, you can go from ordinary to extraordinary. Here's one on reputation. What people see outside of me is my reputation with them. But what God sees inside of me is my reputation with him. 
relationships. Never let the situation mean more than the relationship. Wow. Right now I'm trying to remember that. Never let the situation mean more than the relationship. Here's one on commitment. It's another name for success. Here's one on priorities. Priorities. A pre-decision about time. How am I going to spend my time? Here's one on goals. You've removed most of the roadblocks to success when you know the difference between motion and direction. I know all kinds of people, they don't have a clue. They're just motion, motion, activity, activity, no success. All right. A little extra effort, a little extra time, a little extra help, a little extra realism, a little extra change, a little extra thinking. Number seven, a little extra attitude. If you want to go from ordinary to extraordinary, come on, just give that attitude a little notch higher. You see, motivation in your notes determines what you do. Ability determines what you're capable of doing. Attitude determines how well you do it. Whenever I see a person that operates with excellence, I know it's because they have a good attitude. If you're a baseball fan, and especially if you love old baseball players, you know the name Stan Musial is one of the great left-hand swingers, the St. Louis Cardinals. A sports writer one day was in the locker room when one of the ball players came into the locker room, and there Stan Musial was sitting, just getting ready for the game, the player went up to Stan Musial and said, I've had a good day. My family's in good shape. He said, you know, I feel so good. I think I could get two hits today. He said, Stan, have you ever felt like that? And Stan said, every day. Every day. A little extra attitude. Jim Murray, when he was still alive and was writing those great sports columns, when the Olympics came to Los Angeles in 1982, said that the difference between gold medal winners and silver medal winners in all of the time events in the history of the Olympics was less than one-tenth of a second. He said, that's not ability. He said, that's attitude. And he closed that wonderful sports column that day in that Los Angeles paper by saying, Olympic potential gold medal winners, you're just an attitude away. Going from ordinary to extraordinary. Number eight, a little extra planning. If you want to go from ordinary to extraordinary, a little extra planning. In your notes, 33% of American workers plan their daily schedules. 45% of American workers make a plan once a week. Now are you ready? But only 9% complete what they planned. Daytimer survey says those in higher income brackets are more likely to make prioritized lists and follow through. Robert Elliott, 
professor of cardiology at the University of Nebraska, said, it's important to run not on the fast track, but on your track. Pretend you have only six months to live and make three lists. The things you have to do, want to do, and neither have to do nor want to do. Then for the rest of your life, forget everything on the third list. Managers have as their goal to do things right. Leaders have as their goal to do the right things. Let's wrap it up. Let's look at our conclusion. If ordinary people gave a little extra effort, spent a little extra time, sought a little extra help, possessed a little extra realism, made a little extra change, exercised a little extra thinking, showed a little extra attitude, and did a little extra planning, they would become extraordinary. Thank you very much. That was John Maxwell, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under John Maxwell going from ordinary to extraordinary. You can also find out more information about him at his website, johnmaxwell.com. Hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.